Hello, beautiful people everywhere. Thank you for joining us on Dermaglow Skincare HQ. My name is Eric Christensen, and I am joined by my co-host, Brian Jonk, founder and president of Dermaglow and Aesthetic Solutions. This is episode number four, where we're talking about high capacity equals low maintenance on your microdermabrasion device. I have spent the last 20 years working alongside some amazing entrepreneurs and helping to launch and build out several businesses in that time. I have been involved with early stage internet companies in the e-commerce and information security space dating back to 1999 and developed a deep knowledge and passion for digital marketing along the way. Over the last 10 years, I've had the privilege to call Brian Jonk a personal friend. And I've had a front row seat watching and learning from this amazing entrepreneur as he managed and grew several businesses in the skincare and beauty industry. Brian is a pioneer in the aesthetic field and a 30-year entrepreneur building out companies in this industry. Brian and I have come together to produce this podcast, which is dedicated to helping estheticians, skincare, and medical professionals stay informed as well as provide a platform for our audience to share best practices and experiences. We truly hope to have all of you participate with feedback, special requests for content, and develop this platform as a place where you can spend time learning, sharing, and growing your business to its fullest potential. We have some terrific guests lined up to join us over the coming weeks and months, and we hope you stop by frequently to listen and participate. All devices and treatments are not created or administered equally. The number one thing we hope for you is that you find our show entertaining, informative, and helpful as you grow your business and serve your clients at the highest level. Welcome to Dermaglow Skincare HQ. Okay, Brian Jonk joins me again. Thanks, Brian, for being here. We're uh, talking again a little more technically about microdermabrasion and the marketplace. And, you know, I think if you could take us through just sort of how, you know, high capacity, low maintenance uh, affects the buying decision, that would be great. Sure, Eric. Well, one thing, in, as you're looking through the market at the different microdermabrasion devices, you'll notice, as I think I've mentioned in the past, that they're, they come in all shapes and sizes. And one thing that's real important to look for when looking for a microdermabrasion device is the capacity of the system. Many of them, again, are smaller. If they're smaller, they generally have tiny little waste crystal canisters and tiny little clean crystal canisters. You'll see those generally on the side of the machines. Um, you know, and as a skincare professional, you make your money when you're doing procedures, not when you're servicing a machine, filling or emptying little crystal cartridges. That's even more important in a multi-user environment like a busy med spa or a day spa where there are lots of people that will be working on the same machine. Nobody wants to take responsibility for filling, emptying, and maintaining these things. So it's very important to, to keep your eyes open for the actual the capacity and the way the device is made. Um, so again, most microderms on the market come with clean and empty uh, waste crystal canisters that are less than a pound of crystals. Um, and, and one thing we talked about pump size in our last conversation, the crystal canister size, it's interesting, but it's got to be tied to that pump size because microdermabrasion machines, as we discussed, they, they draw vacuum through the machine to move those crystals. Well, if you have large or small uh, crystal canisters, 
a smaller pump is able to create a vacuum quicker on those canisters and start drawing crystals. So pump size and capacity go hand in hand. Got it. Um, so let me just summarize real quick, maybe for our audience that might be new to the microdermabrasion concept or may not have seen a machine up close. There's uh, there's many options, right? There's these desktop versions. There's the machines or devices that might be a little larger that sit on the floor. And then the way that the machine is constructed is you've got the pump and it is in fact connected to the canisters. And then there's two canisters that would be present on any microderm abrasion device, one that's inhaling the crystals through the tubing and then exhaling it into the other canister. Is that the correct way to think about it? That is the way it works. Absolutely. Great. And so as we think about all the different devices that exist out there, when you have these smaller canisters, it likely represents a smaller pump size and vice versa, which is going to impact the flow of the crystals, the volume of the crystals, and the ultimate, uh, I guess, result that you're going to get from applying those crystals across the skin surface. Yes, and we covered a lot of those pump size issues and the performance issues in our last conversation. Uh, and today, I sort of just wanted to cover some of the other things you may not think about. So. If, if you have small crystal canisters, an average microdermabrasion procedure will take about a third of a cup of crystals uh, per procedure for a 20-minute procedure. Well, in many of the devices on the marketplace with these little canisters, you have to pour that third of a cup of crystals into the top of the canister uh, every time it empties. And again, most of these canisters are less than a pound of crystals. So you end up having to do that once or twice uh, after every one or two uh, clients. Um, worse than that is that the waste crystal canister has to be emptied every, uh, every one or two clients. And again, most of these little crystal canisters, what they'll have is a little plug on the bottom of the canister. You have to unscrew that plug and let the crystals with the bacteria and skin tissue and virus and everything else that might be contained there run from that canister into a waste receptacle. And every time you do that, those crystals are exposed to the air and they're put in the air and you, risk, you run the risk of yourself or your clients uh, ingesting that material and or it covering the surfaces in your workroom. Even worse, I suppose some of that stuff could be airborne and ultimately uh, that wouldn't be good for anybody. Not good for anybody, exactly. You don't even want to think about that. Uh, in addition to that, every time you you have to unscrew or open these canisters, there's little O-rings and gaskets and other things that can go missing or wear out on your device. So you really, if you're look, when you're looking for a microdermabrasion machine, you want to really look at that canister size. Think about the volume of microdermabrasion business you're going to be doing on a daily basis, and if you're planning on doing more than one or two treatments. Uh, you really want to focus on the capacity of the device so that you're working in a hygienic environment. You're not spending all your time cleaning and emptying waste crystal canisters. Yeah, no, that makes good sense. Now, as an engineer and as somebody that's been building these machines now for 20 years and, you know, the Dermaglow machine 
I presume has been, you've addressed this matter with, with the Dermaglow. How does the Dermaglow differentiate or solve this problem? Sure. Well, given the opportunity to see how machines were working on the marketplace, we did build the Dermaglow 2 from scratch. Little, we were able to use a, a, a different system uh, based on our larger pump size. We're able to use larger crystal capacity. The Dermaglow 2 actually comes with about four pounds of crystals. Um, we were able to rethink the way those crystals were metered into the system. And we'll talk about that later uh, with clogging problems and such. Hold on for a second, Eric. Okay. Um, I'm recording. Okay, that's that's really helpful, Brian. So let me just summarize real quick what I what I took from that, which I, I think it, you said it's about a third of a pound per treatment and about an average of one pound capacity per canister on an average microderm abrasion device in the market. And so with that in mind, the Dermaglow and how you approached it uh, is a little different. Take us through that. Right, Eric. Well, given the opportunity to design the Dermaglow from scratch, we were able to take a much different approach to how it functioned. Remember in our conversation about the Dermaglow having a larger pump, having a larger pump allowed us to create a system that used larger crystal canisters. So we designed the Dermaglow to accept an entire four-pound bottle of crystals. Now that means you can do about 25 to 30 treatments from a bottle of crystals without having to, to replace it. Um, in addition, instead of having to fill and empty little crystal cartridges, what we've done is created a system where you can just pop the top of our four pound crystal bottle, drop it in a receiver, and those crystals are automatically metered into the device. Again, so no pouring crystals from a large canister, 10 pound bucket into your microdermabrasion device. You're just opening up a four pound bottle of crystals, about a 32 ounce, think of a 32 ounce soda, dumping it in the receiver in the microdermabrasion device, doing your 30 procedures. And in the Dermaglow, instead of having a waste crystal canister that you have to open a little plug and drain the crystals through the air into the garbage, we actually have a HEPA filter bag inside of a vacuum canister, much like your vacuum cleaner at home. Uh, so the crystals move from the bottle, through the machine, through the handpiece, to the crystal canister, the waste crystal uh, bag. When the bottle's empty, the bag is full, you take the bag out of the receiver and the, the Dermaglow and throw it in the trash. It keeps your environment uh, safe and sanitary. And again, you're not having to mess with little plugs, built uh, crystal O-rings and those type of things. So it's a much, much more efficient process. Got it. Okay, so really there's probably three takeaways here. It's a, it's a safer way to administer the treatments without having anything go airborne. It's more efficient because you're going to have many more treatments that you can uh, achieve through the higher volume of crystals capacity and uh, ultimately a happier client. Exactly. Exactly. So the, um, the crystals move from the cream. Uh, stop. <laughs> Great, Brian. That's really uh, good technical information around how the you know concept of 
you know, microderm abrasion actually works as it moves from the pump to the canister. And, you know, go ahead and maybe just wrap that up for us and in terms of, you know, how we're different from everybody else, goddammit. <laughs> Brian, that was really a great technical overview of, uh, you know, how the pump and the canisters are connected. Do you have uh, a way that you want to wrap this up for our folks? Well, Eric, I'd just say, you know, as we started this, there's uh, hundreds of different microdermabrasion devices in the market. They come in all shapes and sizes, but it really is some of the little things that you might not notice that make a big difference. And I think crystal capacity is one of the huge ones. Um, you know, the Dermaglow was designed from the ground up uh, to, you know, to minimize maintenance, to minimize the time you're spending caring and feeding, filling and emptying it. That allows you more time, as I said at the beginning, to spend with your clients. Uh, and because of the way the Dermaglow is designed, it's, uh, it helps you maintain a hygienic environment. You're not filling and emptying these canisters into the air. And I think, again, it's as a professional esthetician, you really need to look at the differences between the, the devices and make an informed decision. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's, uh, I think, a wrap for today on this subject. So uh, I think next time we're going to tee up, you know, the issue of crystal flow and uh, how that might affect clogging. So till next time, folks. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Another episode of Dermaglow Skincare HQ in the books. Tell us what you think. It really matters to us. We're building this podcast for you, our customers and listeners, and we want to hear back. So please do write comments and subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, Dermaglow Skincare HQ. We'll do our best to keep the content fresh and meaningful. Our hope is that we can support you in every aspect of your aesthetic skincare business. Everything from providing educational support on the various elements of the devices you use to helping you make informed buying decisions. Ryan and I have been busy the last several months assembling the digital marketing assets needed to support you beyond just equipping you with top performing machines. Because we know firsthand that the digital elements you need to succeed in your business are very, very important. Dermaglow Digital is here and ready to support you now. Join our Facebook group, The Six Figure Esthetician, and connect with other estheticians, skincare, and microdermabrasion professionals. Book a call or tell us how we can help you in your business. Our team can not only equip you with the best microdermabrasion machine in the world, but also ensure your success with our digital marketing team who will build out everything from your website, online scheduling, sales funnels, chatbot sequences, and all the attraction and engagement tools you need to drive your business today. Tune in again as we uncover little known facts and trends and marketing strategies that will help you continue to stay ahead and grow your business. Our community is growing and we hope you'll join us and let us join you on your journey to the top. Our Dermaglow Hero program is waiting for you. Click the link below and subscribe to our channel and let us know how we can serve you best.